Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, we'll take a couple minutes out to thank all of you for your uh, your support, believing in what God's called Nikki and I to do. You've helped us go into nursing homes by your financial support, your offerings and your tithes, and we thank you. And uh, I told Nikki this is the best summer that I've had coming up here. I've had, I don't know, I, such peace, such peace. Amen. And so many good things has happened. I couldn't begin to count all of them. But you know, sort of get used to people and you fall in love with them. And uh, I love y'all. I do too. And uh, I know I may not do everything right, but my heart's in the right place. <laughs> and you know, that's what's important in in our lives is to have our heart in the right place and God takes care of our imperfections somebody say amen amen because ain't none of you out there perfect and I'm not perfect amen she's not perfect he knows maybe Nathan's perfect I don't know <laughs> but um, <laughs> a lot of good things has happened this summer and Without all of us being apart and y'all being behind us and helping us, you don't know what a blessing you've been by your giving financially. You really blessed us and we thank you for it and your prayers and your love and the food and things that you've brought by. <laughs> we just appreciate y'all and uh, Lord willing, we'll be back this spring, May 1st, May 1st through the middle of April, mm -hmm. yeah, so, Probably the middle of April, anyway, thank you all, when you turn the water on, <laughs> <laughs> and it's working, <laughs> it should be you know? probably good next year, they got that new buck, good, good, Maybe get that stink out of it. <laughs> I'm not going to even go there. <laughs> when you come into my house, you think that we've been peeling eggs. That's right. Mine too, but... But it's all good, isn't it? Yes. It's all good. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Mine don't stink at all. I still I must be, we must be doing it right, huh, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> or there's something wrong with your smeller. <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> No, I have no complaints. I've, no, I've had we're it. happy to have water. I don't, but Randolph does. But I turned the hot on and mixed it with the coke, and you can't. I can't smell it. I'll be able to smell it on that. Good. Oh, I back at home. Well, <laughs> I know when I was a kid in Pinch Springs, they had uh, sulfur water. Yeah, it's water. And the tourists and 
Yankees would all come through there and have their jugs and they'd buy it for 25 cents a gallon. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was sort of strange. If we got sulfur of water up here, it's good for you. Yeah. It makes your hair grow. Has anybody got anything you want to say before we get started? Before you do, I want to thank God for Nathan. Yes, thank you, Nathan. Yeah, he's he's. He's one of the smartest guys I know for his age. And he's jumped right in here and helped me and learned so quick. And I'm going to teach him the computer work next year, so he'll be running backwards and forwards, keeping it all going. I'm going to be sitting in the front pew. Lori <laughs> <laughs> Williams, too. Anybody have anything you want to say? Well, I don't know about them, but I'd like to say thank you for you and Nikki being here. And and guiding us and teaching us um, whatever the Lord's put on your heart. We really appreciate the effort that you all make and the sacrifice of having to pack everything up and come up here and everything you do. We just really appreciate y'all and we love you. Thank you, Carol. It's good to be appreciated, isn't it? I remember several years ago when somebody said something about sand and the water. And I said, listen, he's doing an excellent job. It'd be nice if we tell him we appreciate him instead of finding fault. And that's what we need to do. We need to appreciate each other. Uh, we'll be preaching today. A message says that we all rejoice together. And you know, today... There's nobody hardly up on the mountain. Joe only said there probably wasn't ten people, and we got way more than that. First ten people there was something. That's true. But you know, I I just I just think I I just want to say again, I love you. I appreciate you, and you know, you want to make somebody's day, call them up or go see them, and just say I appreciate you. Yes. That'll make all the difference in the world. So we're going to rejoice this morning, and we're going to rejoice in our food after a while. Joe's going to be cooking. I want to remember Tom Mayhar's family. Yes. Uh, I, I tried to call many times, and all I ever got was his answering machine. And so the last time I called, he had already been dead a week and uh, uh, Tom had a good heart yes. he was just a rough cut man that's you know some of us are rough some of us are meek some of us are in between but uh, I want to remember Randolph's brother's wife that passed away their family right. And I uh, appreciate them getting up at 4 o'clock this morning. I got up at 4. But uh, let's remember them. Has anybody else got a prayer request? I want us to remember Philip. Yes. 
Yes. Um, yes, Jane. Uh, Tim Saros that lived beside us here yes. in the mountain, his mother, they found her dead, but they went back home for the mountain last week. Last oh. Oh. Her, her service was yesterday. Oh. Uh, Bill, Bearfield conducted the service. Wonderful. That's wonderful. They were good friends, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. This is in Sanford, North Carolina. Okay. Yes, Millette. We had a funeral yesterday, too. We had a young man overdosed a couple weeks ago. And oh, had a cremation and a normal service. The church is full of young people. Mm-hmm. And the pastor preached, Are you prepared to meet God? And the young man that come in, us sitting on the back, he and him and his, I guess, wife, and all sitting beside him. That man actually was trembling on the Spirit of God. Of course, he didn't go up and get saved or anything. But just pray that that gets in all those minds because there were a lot of them there that used us the drugs. And there's too many of the young ones getting wiped out with it. So just pray for everybody that was at that service that that message will stick in their mind and they will prepare to meet God and not go out on Satan's snares. Yeah. That's an awful thing. Yes. I have a woman that uh, took over the church that we started in the lodge down at Salt Springs, and she texted me, and last year, this woman's husband committed suicide there in the resort, and she's got a daughter that's 25, that has serious mental problems <clears throat> and uh, tried to get her into some institutions and they wouldn't take her. I don't know, insurance or whatever. But the 25-year-old has come to to live with Mama. And the Mama is just deathly afraid that she's going to commit suicide too because that's what she's been talking about. And so, as soon as we get down there, we're going to go and pray with the family. You know, sometimes uh, we don't distinguish between mental problems and spiritual problems. There are people in, in the Bible where Jesus, one of the main things he did was cast demons out of people. And there's a lot of things going on now that is being operated by the devil and demons. And we have to be close enough to the Lord and spiritual enough to see whether it's a mental, physical, or a spiritual problem. Because if you listen to the devil talking trash to you day in and day out, if you're not careful, you're going to start believing him. That's right. And I believe that's where a lot of so-called mental problems are, is that you remember what the Scripture says, Satan is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And we know that we're not getting the truth from anywhere. That's right. We're not getting the truth. I, I've seen so much lies and stuff going on, uh, especially in our government. I'm seeing, and and you don't know when you watch something whether it's true or not. That's right. 
And sometimes I think it's maybe best not to even listen to none of it and go to God about things. Mm -hmm. But demonic forces is working in our family, in our churches, dividing us. And he's working especially in this younger generation's mind. It's terrible to think that there's nothing that lies ahead for you. It may grow up in a dysfunctional family. But for a young person, they need hope. And they need to see us grown-ups not talking about it, but living a godly life. Amen. And being an example Pastor Nicky and I have tried to be an example up on this mountain and everywhere we go. Because that's what people's looking at. They're not looking at what you say that's in here. They're looking to see, are you living it? Amen. Are you backing up what, what you say? Amen. Are you loving the unlovable people on this mountain? Amen. If there are any. <laughs> <laughs> No, no comment, Carol. I, I didn't. I didn't comment. <laughs> <laughs> I had something stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lord, I lied. <laughs> but you know, this 25-year-old girl may just simply need to know Jesus Christ and for people to pray. You know, Nikki, when she was having her mental problems, she said people were praying, sitting around, but she said nobody ever come and laid hands on her, anointed her, and prayed for her. Didn't pray out loud where I could hear it. And so it's so important that, that we, when we see somebody having mental problems, it's so important that we, we go to God and say, what can I do? What can I say? Amen. And I'm going, we're going to go back to Florida and we're going to go see this 25-year-old girl and put our arms around her and we're going to take authority over anything that's spiritual in her life that's not of God. Amen. And mental problems, we can get, get medicine for it, can't we? Right. But you can't get any kind of medicine for a spiritual problem. Somebody say amen. amen. It's going to take the Holy Ghost power amen. to get rid of that in people's lives. Amen. Amen. Anybody have anything else before we get started? Pastor, remember Christy and Jesse, they're real sick. Christy oh. got sick first with the virus, all that head stuff, and then Jesse's sick. So they're holding up at their camper. Pray for them. and I told her if we had some extra today, I'd run her something out to eat. So yes, so keep them in your prayers. I saw her. Call her out there. Yeah, she, she's real sick, and then he started getting sick a couple of days ago. Well, they've had COVID to break out in three different nursing homes, and uh, a brand new home in Virginia. We were scheduled, and they had COVID, and then. They got through that, got the all clear, so we'll have our last service there tomorrow. But the COVID is beginning to break out in West Virginia. I 
there are also, there's also uh, hand, foot, and mouth, and that's a, a viral infection, and you get blisters all in your mouth and on your body. I, would that. I have a, a great grandson, and he's uh, a year old, and he has it, and but he's in daycare, and I'm sure that's where he got it. But his name's Carson. And they said that uh, it's going around in the schools real bad. Yeah. I don't know why they said West Virginia was one of the states that's really breaking out with COVID again. I thought it was last, last year. When it first started, they couldn't find no cases in West Virginia. Yeah. And I think Slogan County was the first. They say it's all along the East Coast. A lot of the. I always forget you used to blame for a lot of stuff. <laughs> 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 I've been before. You think? I love that cross on the youth building. Yes. Yes. Got a picture of it up here. It's amazing how God works. I hired Steve Moore to paint. The building and these doors, if you notice outside, they're white again. And I hired him to do that. And then Bruce Hicks' friend, he makes crosses. And he said, I made a 10 foot cross for a wedding, and now it's in my garage. And my wife says, I need to cut it up and use it for firewood. I said, you got a 10-foot cross? I said, do you want to donate it? And he said, yes. And so he brought the cross up from North Carolina. Steve Moore come over and Bruce Hicks and Jim Webb and put that cross up. And it just, I wept. I wept. Because it, the cross means everything to me. Amen. So yes, I love I love the new paint job. I love our church doors that have uh, been painted, and uh, gotta thank the Lord. But God, by me hiring Steve, then He came and helped put up the cross. And it's no easy thing to put up a ten foot cross. <laughs> Uh, but old, old Jim grabbed a hold of part of that cross and lifted it right up in the air and they got it all bolted in. So, yes. And I want to thank the Lord that Carol's leg is doing so much better. Yes. And JoJo. And JoJo, that lump and everything, the cancer is gone. Concentrate on the bad things, and it'll get us down. Think upon the good things. And Jim got him a new house, and uh, we got a job. We did. Congratulations! Praise the Lord. Jesus is not so quick. And how's Colton doing in school? Good. Enjoying it. Good. Colton 
Colton bringing a brought his Bible that we gave him a couple months ago. Proud. And then I look here and I'm so proud of what God's doing in Nathan's life and I'm just I'm just happy. I just thought we ought to talk a little bit before we cl- uh, start our service. And uh, I think I'm going to ask Kay to stand and open us up with prayer. Heavenly Father, we count the privilege to be in your house today. Amen. God, we thank you for everything that you've done, and we thank you for answering these prayers for healings. Yes. And God, what you've done, and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Yes, Lord. We pray, God, that you uh, just be with us today. We welcome your Holy Spirit into this service. Yes, Lord. And God, we pray that you prepare our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us today. And Lord, take it and use it and go out and be a soul winner for you. Yes. Father, we pray, God, that you bless our day throughout the day. God, if there's a lost in our midst this morning, we pray, God, that you just begin to deal with their heart. God, let them see they need a Savior. And as Pastor Brooke says, he loves the cross. Lord, without the cross, where would we be today? God, we know it's through you, Lord, that we can do all things. I pray, God, that you bless each one here in a special way. Bless their families. Bless our church and be with our pastor and Nikki as Lord as they travel home uh, this week. We pray, God, that you use them, Lord, in an abundance, O oh God. But, Lord, as they're gone, I pray that you help us to keep the fires burning in our hearts. God, that we find a place to worship while they're gone. Lord, that we seek you because, Lord, we know we're living in revelations, oh God. And, Lord, we pray that you touch our nation today. God, just move in a mighty way. And we give you praise and glory and honor for all things. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Carol? Would you come? You were saying, Carol. I'm going to read this off of my um, phone because I got these new glasses and that word is small in my Bible. (laughs) It's King James Version, though, so you'll be all right. Psalms 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Yes. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Salah, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow. He cutteth the spear in sunder. 
he burneth the chariot in fire. Be still <coughs> and know that I am God. I will be exalted yeah. among the heathens. Yeah. I will be exalted in the earth. Amen. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Yes, he is. Selah. Amen. 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 May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Thank you, Amen. Thank you, Lord. She's an umbrella for her husband. That's right. I need an amen. amen. And the same way with a man that's serving God. His wife is under his umbrella. And it's so important to, to just serve God with all of your heart. And if you have a husband that's not where he needs to be with the Lord, the Bible says that by watching you, you could bring him Back to Jesus, right? Amen. Right. Amen. Pastor Buck, sometime I, I shake his hand and I'll say, uh, Randolph, are you getting ready to uh, go to heaven with us? And he said, I'm working on it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to say anything gloomy or anything. This is a time of rejoicing our last service. But we never know if we lay eyes on each other again next spring. Amen. What can happen in six months? Amen. And, you know, I give the invitation every service. And I would hate to think that I failed God in some way by hindering someone from giving their life to the Lord. But all of us have an appointment. And we ignore it somewhat. But it's appointed unto a person who wants to die and then the judgment. Even if the rapture takes place, you've got to die from this body. Amen. And we're not taking this body with us. That's right. But I do know if someone needed me from this mountain, then I would be happy to drive up wherever you are and be whatever you needed for Nikki and me to be. Right. Amen. And we've done it many times. Yes, sir. You've done it for Art's funeral and I yes. really appreciate it. 
Kentucky, New Jersey. I said you was with me when I had surgery. Yep. That's because we're family. I'm going to be preaching on that. All right, we're going to have our greeting song. Let, let, let's really greet each other and uh, love each other. And you play the happy song. Would you do that? Let's all stand and greet each other. Thank you once again for letting me rattle on this morning.
the future ahead that's in his hands because he knows the best in every situation. Amen. And I thank him that he does because I don't. And I love him. And I'm going to be found faithful to him. Yes. Amen. You know, people can see our love for Christ. They can see if we have love for Him. I think about how y'all come from Jeff. Women's Bible study, church. Constantly comes all the way from uh, Oak Hill. Oak Hill. And uh, all of you. Philip? Jojo and Philip. Jojo comes from. Yeah. Princeton. So. special here and you know I told you too quick would you uh, cut the lights back out (laughs) I'm so sorry that I no I'm not sorry about that (coughs) need to exercise (laughs) amen (laughs) can you see okay I think so okay all right uh, thank you Forgiven to the Lord. Can you play that? We all have a part to play in the body of Christ, don't we? Amen. This song, a friend of ours did our wedding on July 31st, 1994, and he used this for background music for the wedding march. And I thought, how appropriate the Lord was saying thank you for giving to me and now I'm going to give you back okay I'm trying to sing it without crying (laughs) this song is for you thank you
such good things has come off of this mountain this summer. And Jesus was talking about how that if people work together and we all have different responsibilities but when you have people working together for the good purpose of other people then you'll see great things happen that would not happen any other way except everybody pulling together. Amen. And Jesus was really big on people working together and realizing that it takes everyone and not everyone has the same job. Yeah, that's right. But everyone has something to do working together to make good things happen in this world. Don't we need some good things happening in this world? Amen. And it's going to take God's people working together for it to happen. And so this message it was just so strong in my heart. It says we need all rejoice together. All rejoice. Amen. And you know, if you're not rejoicing, then maybe you just simply are not doing your part. But I can truthfully say that there has been so many good things to happen from the people of this mountain. You've been faithful to this little building. You've been faithful to help Nikki and I. You saw some of the people. It takes love. It also takes prayers. It also takes money. It also takes love and kindness. And when you put all that in, it's sort of like when I would watch Mother bake a cake and all the different things she would do in her cooking. And it took all the ingredients to make it. And you had to have just, you know, Mom didn't have too much measuring cup. She just put a pinch of this and a pinch of that and a dab of that and a dab of this. 
But when you put it all together, the results was a wonderful cake that would make your tongue beat your brains out. And that's what it takes as a church. We're not a denominational church, but I wanted to talk about how that you've made great things happen by all coming together through this church. Amen. I saw the men bring the cross up from North Carolina, and I saw how Bruce Hicks and Jim and Steve Moore and I can't remember the guy that even donated the cross. But they all worked together and what seemed like a big job to me with all of them working together it was simple. Wasn't it Jim? And Jim may say well you know I didn't do much well, you know what? If you, everybody does just a little, it'll amount to much, won't it? That's right. And so, we saw some pictures up here of what God did. I ain't bragging on Nick and me for nothing. I'm, we're servants. But it took us all together. And I don't, you know, I've never preached about money, but I'm going to preach a little bit about money. That little love box back there, I've never taken up an offering in 17 years. But that little love box back there has helped us to pay our expenses to go into nursing home, pay the light bill here, do the maintenance, buy the paint, pay somebody to, you know, by your giving. You're responsible for this stuff getting done. Amen. Yes, you are. And I thank you that you're always giving us something. It may be hanging on the door. Or it may be on the porch. That's why I don't rock the porch, because I want you to have a place to put stuff out of the weather. <laughs> But we see the young children and how much work it took. How much work it took to spend time with them, to get them familiar with truth and honesty and 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 uh, respect. Just being little children that knows about Jesus. Amen. Sometimes we want young people to grow up too quick. But good things happened. Little Josie carried that cross two-thirds of the way around the top of this mountain. And she had some other kids behind her, but she had that on her shoulder. And Brother Rick, the one that's carried that cross all over the world, he had a tumor, had to get operation on his shoulder from carrying that because he said that cross gets heavy after a couple of minutes. But Josie carried the cross and they were happy doing that. And being baptized. Nathaniel, that little baby you saw Art holding and Paulette. Yes. How precious constant to see what God is doing with this young man. Yes. It's because we took time. 
and mommy and daddy and grandma took time to show them the proper way to live life. It pleases me to have this young man up here that's willing and wants to be a part. He's got the Spirit of God in him and all over him. God's going to do great things with you, Nathan. And he is doing great things. For your age and everything, I think it's exceptional. But it's all because there was different people Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, whatever. And you and me. I don't know if another preacher would bring a young man like this up and trust him with the sound system. I don't care if he makes a mistake. We're not after all that entertainment in this church. We don't do things the normal way. We all love each other and, and, and we... We feel like we have a right to speak out to church what's on our mind. Yes. And so let's go to see what Jesus said in the book of John, the fourth chapter, and we'll start at 35. A lot of people and a lot of us preachers say, look what I've done with this church. You're not going to hear that from us. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. John, 4th chapter 35. Let's start reading. Jesus is speaking. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. There is so much that can be done to win people to Christ and to feed the flock. It's not enough to see somebody get saved. We have to take time and mentor them. And we have to teach them that there is more than just getting saved. There is a relationship with Jesus Christ that will bring such a fulfillment that you don't let things destroy you when they go a lot different than what you want them to We have boldness. We have confidence in our God because we know that He's been faithful to us and Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He'll be faithful in little. He'll be faithful in much. He will always be faithful. He has never let us down. He's always done what is best for us. He has taken us to places in this world that we could never go except through the Spirit of the living God. This world cannot offer us anything that's permanent. It's all temporary. But Jesus Christ can offer us things that are eternal. And the Bible says that where our heart is, that's where the treasure is. Where the treasure is, that's where our heart. And He said we need to be building and setting treasures up in heaven that will be waiting for you and me. Amen. 
the harvest. I looked into the eyes of a woman that was in the nursing home, been there for years. I looked in her eyes as I told her that it would be spring. I don't know if we'll ever see her again. We may not live till spring. She may not. But I saw in her eyes something that this was a field that was ready for harvest. This was a field where the heart is still tender. A lot of us, even us younger people, our heart has become hard-hearted. Our heart and our ears are dull to the truth. We are accepting uh, sin into the church. We're accepting sin into the family. We're saying sin is normal. I want you to know that this Bible says that sin will never be normal. That sin brings death and it separates us from God. Amen. The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. But when we all work together, there's been times when we got back from traveling. We go a lot of miles while we're up here. Y'all keep the gas tank filled up, by the way. And we get back and we're tired and somebody's left us something for supper. You know, it's, it's everybody working together. It's everybody to make things happen. And he says, the fields are white for harvest. People are dying and going to hell because we have become lazy and complacent in doing the ministry and the Great Commission was to go out and take the gospel to all the world and make disciples. It's not enough just to preach the gospel, but you've got to take time with people and train them and get them off the milk and give them some meat, some Holy Ghost meat. Somebody say amen. Amen. There's just more to it than being a good person, being saved. La da 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 da. There's so much more to life and walking with Jesus and being filled with the Spirit and whatever gifts of the Holy Ghost He gives us, put them into operation and you'll see great things happen. But God never calls one person or two people to do the whole job. It takes us all working together. That's right. It takes all. Prayers. There was a nursing home woman the other day. She came up after the service Walking, just barely could walk. You know, a lot of them won't roll up in a wheelchair. They'll struggle to get up and walk. And she come up to me and she said, I pray for you and Nikki every morning. And I said, honey, that's what keeps us going. That's right. It's the prayers of dear saints of God. There's more to it than just money. There's prayer. There's love. Caring about us. Caring about our health. I'm so blessed. So blessed at 79 to be able to do what I'm doing. But it's not because I'm such a great person. It's because there's other people that care about us. And they're praying and giving and helping us. And encouraging us. 
Sometimes we just need a phone call and say, hey, hey, I, 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 I ain't forgot about you. I'm praying for you. You know, people need encouragement. You need encouragement. We all need encouragement. Nathan needs encouragement. <coughs> we had tomatoes and different things planted back here that Joe Ellen had planted and Philip and our gardens was a total mess. I don't know why. Just and of course the deer got in there for one thing. But I talked to a lot of people that the, the gardens just not they just didn't produce. They didn't produce like they've been producing. Last year we had green tomatoes. We had big, big tomatoes. We had cucumbers. I got one little cucumber about the size of my thumb this year. And I'm just saying that to say this. That can be the way. Some of us are plowing in the wrong field. We need to get in the right place that God sends us. Amen. I'm not worried about having another big church. I'm not concerned about, you, you know, I'm not concerned about looking good and important. What I'm concerned about is the field that God puts me in. I want to plow it. I want to plant the seeds right. you got to plant stuff right. You know that. And I want to make sure that I water it and I watch the fruit come up. Somebody say amen. Amen. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. Let me tell you, the way you're living your life now as a Christian is going to determine the kind of life you have in heaven. You'll be saved. But Jesus said, I'm going to reward those that diligently seek me. He said, I'm going to reward those people according to their works. Do you really know that there's several books that God's going to open up? One of them is the book of life. The book of life. And if your name's not in there, he'll say, depart from me. Oh, what a horrible. Oh. Depart from me. And to those that are truly saved... He's going to say, enter into my kingdom. That's one book. There's also going to be a book of remembrance. Now, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm telling you what the book of Revelation says. There's going to be a book of remembrance for the deeds that's done in our body after we have been born again. And so, if we work the fields that God puts us in, and we tend to the fields, then that reward is going to be great. He that gives little, reaps little. He that gives much, receives much. And I want all that God has for me, don't y'all? Amen. I want everything that God has for us. He that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit to eternal life that both, listen to me today, that both he that sows and he that reap may rejoice together. Listen, 
Pastor Nikki and I want you to rejoice with us with all the great things that's come out of People Worth Loving Fellowship Church. We want you to rejoice with us. It's not us saying, look what we've done, but look what we've all done together. And you need to be proud of this church. You need to be proud of what we stand for. And you need to work together with your pastors. And if there's something wrong in my life, I'm man enough to get it right with God. Yes, he is. And I go off to get right because I'm not perfect. But one thing about it, I love the field that God put us in up here in West Virginia, and I've not neglected the field that He's put us in up here on this mountain. I, I, I you know, some people don't agree with some of the things I do. I don't love them any more. I don't love them any less. Amen. But I'm going to work the field that God has given me. But you need to work the field that God's given you. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I think how nice it is that God has put it in my heart several years ago to encourage the women in this church and the kids. The women is the backbone of anything good that happens. Amen. I think somebody <laughs> likes that. <laughs> we need each other. <laughs> this is the first time Carol's ever stood up behind this pulpit. No. She's maybe prayed up here. Makes me think of a time when 
in the nursing home church in Jacksonville. We'd gone to six different homes with our buses and picked them all up and brought them in. And before the service started, a young man that we picked up who had physical problems, he said, I want to get saved, I want to get saved. It was like an apple just fell off the tree and we held out the basket and gathered him in. And I thought, I bet there have been a lot of people that have told him about Jesus and worked in his life to help him realize. And of course the Holy Spirit was at work in his life too. The Lord uses us together with him. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 3, there's another spot where Paul is admonishing the church for uh, dividing the church. But he says this in chapter 3, verses 6 through 8. Paul said, I've planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. It's God that's doing the work through each of us. Isn't it wonderful and a privilege that he says, I give you a part where we can all rejoice together. We're not only going to rejoice about what God has done, but we'll be rejoicing that Jesus did it all on the cross so that we could be part of the body of Christ and do works and come before the Father with our baskets full. Amen. So he Amen. says, So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. So what do we need to do? We need to abide in Jesus because he said we can't produce any good fruit unless we do. And when we do, when we're born again and have his heart, it's just a natural thing to do what the Lord wants us to do. We can fight for a little while. The flesh might act up now and then. <laughs> but the spirit in us is going to lead us to do the right thing and to lead people to the Lord, to forgive, to, uh, to tell them the truth, to tell them we love them even though they've hurt us. I could go on and on, but it's God that gives the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. Yes. As Pastor Buck said, we all need each other and we're thankful for God putting us together and using us together for his kingdom's sake. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor, for we are laborers together with God. Amen. All because of Jesus. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. And it's wonderful to be part of the Lord Jesus and producing fruit. I don't want to be a lazy Christian, do you? I want to say each morning, Lord, what are we going to do today? As I go out into the field, and as Pastor Buck said, we all have a field. It might be your husband. It might be your wife. It might be your children. It might be for the CNAs. It's the uh, nursing home people. Uh, I think about all of them that have helped us, like you say, prayed for us and loved us, encouraged us. We have a man down in Ocala that uh, can only use one hand, I think. 
But he takes his cell phone and every morning says, Good morning, Pastor Buck and Pastor Nicky. <laughs> and uh, so he's waiting for us when we come back. But I think of Corrie Ten Boom, who she did a lot of speaking throughout the world. The Lord sent her around the world with a caregiver who helped her. But into her 80s, she was traveling on airplanes and sleeping in somebody else's bed. A pastor and his wife would take her in and she'd preach in that church. And she went all around the world. And one day she said in a service, I may be the hands on the clock. You see the hands move. And she said, and, but you don't see the works that are behind that, those hands. Now, Nathan, I don't know if you've ever taken apart one of the old alarm clocks. Have you seen the old alarm clocks? You're going to have to go to a thrift store and find one. <laughs> Let Mason and Nathan take the, the clock apart and see all the gears that are inside that clock. And those hands wouldn't move without those gears, without winding it up. That I guess that would be God, huh? He winds us all up and then gets those gears moving into place. And then those hands start moving and people see God. They see the salvation message through each of us. And I think of King David who went chasing after uh, his enemies. He and his 600 men went after the um, Amalekites. They had come and burned his town down. Ziklag was where he was staying. And taken all the women and all the children into captivity and taken their things. And David sought the Lord, and the Lord said, go after them, I'll give you success. So all 600 men go in search of the Amalekites, but 200 couldn't quite make it. So David left them with all their the stuff, the baggage and food and whatever, he left them behind, and 400 went with him, and they captured they got their wives back, the children back, all their things back, and probably a lot of what the Amalekites had, what they had stolen from the Philistines, and then they, they killed many of the uh, Amalekites. And when they came back with all this booty, the 400, some of the 400 men who were wicked said, we're not sharing this with the other 200 men. They didn't do anything. We fought. We put our lives on the line. And David said, no. Their job was just as important. And I think of the nursing home people. They are just as important in the kingdom of God and their job. And they're going to share equally. Just as Jesus said, if you give a cup of water to one in my name, to a prophet in my name, your reward will be the same. So we are going to rejoice together and never think that your job is too small. If you are being obedient to the Spirit of God, 
your job is just as important, just as vital as those hands on the clock. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In closing today, I want to tell you again how much I love you and appreciate you and how that you've helped us in our calling. Because our calling has been your calling. And we're in it together. I appreciate you. I pray for you every day when I'm in Florida. Don't think I love Florida more than I love up here. You're wrong. We love heaven. But that's a feel <laughs> that God has given us for now. Yes. And this is a feel. And I need your help. To keep working in the field. Amen. We're going to have communion today. Good. Would you come and help me? You get the scriptures, Pastor Nancy. Use the communion music. And uh, um, I think I'm going to get.
For thus saith the Lord, You have pleased me today to walk in my truth. You are the joy that was set before me when I went to the cross. Now I desire that you make me your Lord, your God, your desire. You will be my people. And I will be your God, saith the Lord. Nay, can you look on the video? Look on your videos. And uh, let's see if we can find uh, I just want to find right here. Can you play that? Okay. Good job, son. Let's just take a moment before we close today.
Amen. Uh-huh. 